weekly review, your regular Friday debrief of things we've heard and seen coming from the Agile community here in Melbourne and beyond. And all the things that we've heard and seen, mostly coming from the Agile community here in Melbourne and beyond these last few weeks, is Agile combined with remote working. So just a few quick updates on that because I'm sure you, like me, are getting inundated daily with new tips and tricks for remote working, which is good. Almost every one of those articles I see has been good ideas so far. In fact, I don't think I've opened one up and thought, no, that's not a good idea or that won't work. So I encourage you, if you're on a steep learning curve with remote working, to read through those articles and you'll be much better off for it. Remote working has quickly become the new normal. If you're lucky enough to have productive work to do, that's paying. Um, It's kind of the new normal, so get onto it um, as soon as you can. We have got a few episodes that are all about that topic. So please go back in time to the 8th of March, Season 2, Episode 7. It's Lizette Sutherland, Guru of Remote Working Collaboration. I interviewed her while she was here in Australia and she was a delight. But even more useful than that, I think, is going to her website, which has a section on COVID-19 as a great place to find resources for people who are new to remote working. And I'll link to that in the show notes. Um, The website's called Collaboration Superpowers. The other episode we have, which is mostly about that subject too, is Jay Hyatt from Season 1, Episode 13. He works at Invato. He's a senior delivery coach and I interviewed him. Um, He practices remote and agile ways of working on a daily basis with his remote co-workers and is pretty pro at this stuff. And I'll also link to a couple of his recent blogs that are very good on the topic as well. He also runs a regular remote lean coffee, um, which you can um, attend remotely and he's putting on extra ones of those this month as well um, because of demand. So please check out both of those people. One thing I will say about adapting to a new world of working is what I'm seeing is an incredible amount of people doing what people do well, and that is problem solving in the moment and getting stuff organized. We're improvising, collaborating, and trying and learning about a hell of a lot of new things and in a short time frame. So that's made me feel very optimistic and um, positive. And we could all use a bit of positivity at this time. Uh, Yesterday I tried a new tool, for example, with a colleague. We worked out how to move what was going to be a big group showcase to an online event. And we also trialled a live stream tool for the um, connected parts of that. And it was fun to be testing the tool as well. So there is an upside, you know, if you like trying new things, it can be nice to have this playground feel to trying new things and stitching things together and making them work. Another thing I'm observing as well is companies being caught out with not being well set up for moving technical activities to a remote worker world and the pain that's causing. So hopefully it will be a chance to do some remediation of things, things that didn't seem so important when we were co-located in an office, such as accessing remote systems securely. And shout out and um, appreciation to all of the security and infrastructure people out there who are surely in some kind of hell right now with their own large backlogs to deal with. I hope people are being kind to you and that you're being kind to yourselves as well. So other positives, well, the internet is surely providing us with more examples of human creativity than ever. Many funny memes, videos and celebrities singing Imagine um, in Twitter. Also, I'm seeing people in our community banding together for virtual coffees, virtual karaoke, um, more virtual lean coffees, thanks to Jay, um, and quizzes and other less work-oriented but more learning and having fun-oriented activities. And people are intentionally injecting this into our online lives which I have to confess I'm absolutely loving. So anyway, today's mini hack is all about having a chat. 
That is communicating with words and faces rather than with documents, emails, messaging, chat, or even worse, looking at code and trying to work out something over talking to the person who wrote that code. So if you're in a nice self-organizing agile team, you've probably noticed that the things that are within your control move pretty quickly. It's easy to estimate them, break them down, and you can confidently talk about the technology solutions and how to do something pretty quickly. If it's a new feature set or technology to your team, it might take a few stories that you have to complete to feel confident that you can answer how long something will take or if something is properly story size, i.e. whether it's small enough or whether it needs to be broken down. But what I've noticed is that sometimes when things are unknown and as a result we end up with too many tech cards or too many spikes, that is developers want some time to explore stuff and find out how it works and figure it out. And that's okay to do that occasionally and to spike those things and to have some tech cards for a while. But if we continually see that pattern, i.e. we see a sprint that's dominated with tech cards and spikes rather than actually delivering value um, that can be customer value, um, then that can be a problem. And there can be many reasons for this, but one that I've noticed in particular, which is that one that can sneak up on your team pretty quickly, and this is where the mini hack um, can can help you focus and possibly save a lot of time and that is there's often a reluctance to talk to other people people outside the team whether that be a vendor um, a system owner within your company um, or other people in your company just to find out how something works or even business people within your company so sometimes people will you know very happily stay in an agile team plan their work split it out but every time something needs to be um, access outside the team in order to deliver a story or to understand how an interface might work, that work seems to slow down very rapidly. And one of the reasons could be um, just that we have this reluctance to get off our, what we used to say, get off your seat, go and have a conversation with someone. Um, and now in this remote world, that's going to be even more challenging. There's even more friction for that. But it's just that idea that having a chat is going to save you time in the end. Talking is so much faster than finding something out by other means. If you think about it, you know, if you have to get some information out of a system, you're going to have to get access to that system. You might have to look at the code. You might be talking about someone about that system and having to read emails or chat backwards and forwards a bit. And talking to someone face-to-face -face ideally or um, even on the phone is really fast. So think about having a chat about something before you create it into a spike or a tech card. Um, now, I know this isn't always simple because sometimes, you know, meeting new people might not be the most favorite thing that you want to do, but there are ways to tackle this as well. And this is why being in a team is so cool because usually in a team, there's someone that's a bit more extroverted and those people are really useful for brokering conversations and, and starting to make those conversations happen. So if you're one of those extroverted people who likes talking to other people and meeting new people, then try and be on the lookout for when people are avoiding having conversations um, and going off into rabbit holes and trying to figure stuff out alone um, where you think actually a face-to-face -face conversation um, or some kind of remote conversation is going to make that piece of work flow a lot more quickly. So if you are the extroverted person, that's your job now. Start looking out for that and see if you can ask a few pointed, hey, do you think you can get together and have a talk about that type questions? Um, and if you're the person who 
isn't the one that wants to go and talk to people outside the team, then ask that extroverted person if they can get involved in helping you have that conversation. That's a really good use of extroverted extroverted people's time and energy and they will probably enjoy it. Um, So feel free to lean on the other people in your team and ask them to set that up. Sometimes it might feel like, oh, you're just wasting other people's time. So I'm just looking at my timer. I'm trying to record this session this week without too many edits because I don't have a lot of time myself. Um, Anyway, sometimes it might feel like you're wasting other people's time to do that. But what you'll find is people generally have, you know, 15 discretionary minutes in their day um, and they can devote that to helping make your story or task flow a little bit more quicker. Um, Whereas they might not have time to, you know, be invited to a meeting and that might be a lot of friction to find a time where they're free, to get a room, to have a meeting. But a 15 minute discussion is usually pretty easy for most people to accommodate um, and that will make your work flow so much quicker than having that piece of work sitting on their queue. So try having a chat with them. It's scary, but it's going to be okay. And the other thing I would say is that many people around you who seem like get shit done type of people are that way because they are good at this skill which is going and having a chat to each other so think about that um, use those people but also think about building up that skill for yourself you know that propensity to hey just go and have a discussion it'll probably be quicker to solve this with a little bit of chat it might not be the end of the chat or discussion but it also might help kick off your spike or your technical card so much quicker anyway so you may as well go and have that chat So that's our mini hack for this week. Go and have a chat, give it a go and let me know how you go. I'd love to hear about it and whether it makes your workflow a bit more quicker in your next sprint. If you want us to drop us a line, you can anytime with feedback on the podcast or more questions, email rebootme at rebootco.com.au, including questions about how the hell do I do this agile thing on via a remote team. Be very happy to help you with any answers I have. So please do get in touch, alex at rebootme.com.au. You can follow us on social media at The Reboot Co on Twitter or me at Stoke Sandra or subscribe to our newsletter, which I keep saying will be coming soon, I promise. Um, it will be at www.rebootco.com.au forward slash newsletter or subscribe in your regular podcast app and we'll be back in your ears at 4pm next week. Thanks for listening. And a special hello to Sarah. Okay.